my mom used to say to me, like when I used to complain to her about stuff growing up, she would be like, it's all in your mind, child. And I never really understood what that term even meant. Like, what are you talking about? But now I get it now. <laughs> now it's like, oh, okay. I, I get it now, ma. Thanks. Things would just go in one ear and out the other. I was just like, she's an old woman. So <laughs> that that makes sense to her, but it doesn't make sense to me. And how real was that comment now that I realized what she was trying to tell me? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Get Candid Podcast. I'm your host, Raven Joseph. And on today's episode, yes, we're going to talk about the word believe and how much power that word has. Last week, I spoke on vulnerability and one of our listeners shared with me that some of the insights that I shared were similar to Brene Brown. So I looked her up and I watched one of her videos about vulnerability. So who she is, she's a uh, storyteller and researcher and she's been researching for over two decades vulnerability and she has a lot of great content so I will be on there more um, but I did watch one video where she did a TED talk and she talked about how to hold heartedly and she talked about courage compassion connection and being vul- vulnerable and that meant like letting ourselves be seen loving ourselves unconditionally without any guarantees, practicing gratitude and lovingness. And she finally ended her TED talk with believing that you are enough. And so that was something that I shared in my last episode, like that belief, believe in you. And I think that we take that word believe so lightly and that can change our whole world. What we believe can change our whole world. When we think like, what is the definition of believe, right? It means to accept to accept something that as true. So if we're not believing what we're saying, then we're not accepting that as true. And this is why I think that things don't change for us because we're not truly believing with our heart, our mind, and our soul. So I'm going to play this video for you by Les Brown. He is my favorite motivational speaker. He just It's just an intro to where I'm going with this conversation. So listen up. If you can believe it, you can receive it. If you can conceive it, you can attain it. The most powerful tool that you have right now in your life, in your body, is your mind. That's why the enemy fights you in your mind. He fights you in your mind. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The devil doesn't have to tie you up for you to be bound. He just has to tie up your head with stress, with worry, with aggravation, with low self-esteem, with pettiness, with anger, with hostility, with rebellion. And he can make you physically sick because your mind is sick. You just have to get your mind out of trouble. Lay your hands on your head and say, give me a new mind. Give me a new mind means give me a new perspective. Give me a new perspective. Give me a new way of looking at my situation. Give me a new way of looking at my circumstances. Get my mind ready for this year because when I get this year, there's going to be blessings. 
there's going to be miracles, there's going to be opportunities. Oh yes, it's going to be some struggles, it's going to be some challenges, it's going to be some tests. But even the struggles are an opportunity for me to show off the victory if my mind can handle the change. If you can get your mind out, you can get your money out. You can get your family out. You can get your job out. You can get your career out. You can get your health out. You can get your prosperity out. If you can get your mind out, no devil in hell, no weapon formed against you, no enemy that hates you can stop you from being free. Grab yourself by the hand and say, we're coming out of here. As he said, um, our mind is where all the change starts. If we really want to grow, if we want to be to live differently, if we want to be happy, it starts in our mind. And mindfulness is a really big practice. And I'm not even talking about meditation. I'm just talking about like paying attention to our thoughts and paying attention to what we focus most of our thoughts on. I know for me in the past, I used to be a daydreamer. I used to replay um, things in my head over and over again of how I could do it differently. But I say this to say, if we focus on the past, um, we're just going to repeat the same cycles. So it doesn't make any sense for us to focus on those things. We struggle in America, I'm talking about America, with all of these things of depression and anxiety. And again, it starts with our mind and where our mind is at. And so mindfulness helps to improve the symptoms of those conditions. And one of those books that I listened to that really opened up my mind to the way our brain works was The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And it, the author describes our conscious mind as planting seeds in our subconscious. So basically he was saying that um, the things that we think with our mind, the things that we think about, like if we're interacting with our environment, those thoughts are our conscious mind. And our conscious mind Whatever our thoughts are, it goes into because our mind is dual, so there's two parts to it that work together, and so that those thoughts of our conscious mind goes into our subconscious mind, and our subconscious mind is responsible for making things happen, whether good or bad. So if we're focusing on more of the bad, then that means bad things are going to come into our life. So that's why it's important to focus on gratitude and the joy and the good things, and focus on what we do want instead of what we don't. I was speaking to someone about um, just the importance of planting seeds. So yes, mindfulness, being aware of what is going on in our thoughts and how much we're focusing on the negative and how we can focus on the positive. But it's also how we talk to ourselves and how we talk to others. Like I noticed that a lot of the times when I first began um, doing mindfulness practices, a lot of the times I was talking to myself, but I wasn't talking to myself kindly. I wasn't saying these things out loud, but just hearing the science behind um, how we talked, like how the mind works, I'm just like, oh, so I kind of had some responsibility for the things that are going on in my life. And that's tough to say that I am responsible for my failures, right? And not to turn the blame onto someone else, but to say like, this is my responsibility. And, and just to know that it's possible to change by accepting, you know, accepting the past for what it is, but intentionally wanting to change our thoughts for the future. And 
in this day and age, I know that it's hard. People are having a hard time coping and our true colors are showing and it shows in how we interact with ourselves and it shows how we interact with others. For those of us who have kids or work with children, we've been challenged to the point where some of us don't show up how we would show up before. And sometimes we find ourselves talking to people and we don't realize the power in our words. We're not, we're not realizing that the way our, our brain works, every conversation has meaning. Every conversation is a seed. And another thing that came up in the book, uh, the author was saying that basically we are what we believe. We are what we accept into, into our lives as true. So say, for instance, I'm talking to a student and I tell a student they're never going to amount to anything. And in our head, we can see like, oh, the student's misbehaving. There's constantly acting out. You know, all of these things are happening. Now, we're not even showing any compassion or we're just tired of showing compassion and we start to say what we truly feel, right? Not realizing that the way our mind works is that whatever someone say, says to us, if we decide to accept it as truth, it can change our lives. So if we if we tell a child or we tell our children, oh, you're not going to be anything, you know, because you're doing this or X, Y, and Z, they're going to take that in. So be very mindful about how you are speaking to others and also speaking to yourself because again, they can accept that as true or they can just laugh at it and say like, I'm not that person. I can be better right? So being mindful of how you interact with other people and what they tell you about yourselves, whether you want to accept what they're saying as truth. If you accept the negative about what somebody's saying about you, that's probably because you already feel that way, right? So if we're saying that something to a child that they're not going to be something and they already feel that about themselves, you're just reinforcing that belief. So the, the part that I'm trying to like, like emphasize on is that we have to make sure that we're always speaking life. We have to make sure that we're speaking life into our kids and we have to make sure that we're speaking life into ourselves. So even if you can't even see it, and this is coming from like a spiritual plate, I believe that all things are possible through Christ, right? That's one of my favorite scriptures. So I remember that even though I can't see the good in this person, like their behavior is just so outlandish, or I can't see the good in myself at this moment because of how I'm acting out and everything and how I'm, I'm responding to things, I believe in Christ. And I know that there can be change with him if we trust in him. So just speaking to the, the, the God in us and the God in others around us and speaking to that person so that that person can be revealed or that part of us can be revealed more than whatever we're trying to, to fight. And he talks, um, Les Brown talks about that, like our mind is what um, holds us in captivity. Once we free our minds, we are free. So if we're speaking life, we're speaking against what is holding us captivity. We're pushing back against that enemy. A lot of us don't even realize what we're battling. That's part of it is pushing back the negative so that those good things in us, we all have good in us, will re be revealed, that Christ in us will be revealed. So it's important for us to accept this is just what it is. doesn't mean we accept and we don't want to improve ourselves, but we're not judging ourselves. We're showing ourselves compassion. And it's not about, oh, you have this many degrees, so you matter, or you have 
these talents so you matter. You matter, period, because you're a child of God. Point blank, period. Like, it doesn't even matter what you do or where you live. Like, you matter because you're a child of God. And I think that sometimes we forget that. Like, we say, oh, we believe in God. We know he exists. But do we really believe? Do we believe that God is here to protect us? Do we believe that there's something bigger than us that it wants us to do good? Do we believe that or are we just looking at ourselves and feeling overwhelmed and feeling like there's no exit from this feeling of being stressed or depressed or anxious because we're trying to do it alone? So just considering that word believe in what we see in our lives, just questioning, you know, where we get our ideas from. Have you ever sat and thought about, I can't do this, but where did that idea come from? Where did that idea of you can't, you not being able to to heal or you not being able to grow or you not being able to change come from, you know, and I was speaking to my friend about it where he shared something and he was just like, I don't believe that I can. And I was like, that's just it. That believe we, we use that word so commonly. And he was like, what, like, he looked at me like, what are you talking about? What we believe about ourselves, that's who we are. That's what we're going to become. If we believe that we ain't shit, then that's where the, the level that we're going to stay at. So changing that belief in ourselves starts with your mind. And one of the things that I thought that was interesting was when um, Issa Rae goes into the mirror and she starts talking to herself. I don't know if y'all all watch um, Insecure, but that like, give yourself a pep talk if you can. Talk to yourself in the mirror, you know, when you're feeling down, but know that you can change, know that you can improve, know that you can be whatever you want to be or whoever you want to become, but you it has to start with believing. It has to start with you planting those seeds. It has to start with you becoming aware of your thoughts and having the courage to change your thoughts and not allowing your thoughts to run your life, but to take control of that. And just knowing that your change starts from within and that you really don't need outside anything to do that it is real our mind is 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 like it controls us our mind controls our world our reality and we also read um I didn't even read the whole thing I don't even remember what the the article was about but I remember reading the first paragraph in our professional development this week and um they were writing that pretty much there was this research that went in and oh how do they how do they do it I guess they gave a list of kids who were close to passing or possibly pass- passing to, to teachers. So the teachers decided to focus on the students that were almost closer to passing than the kids that were basically flunking. The outcome was that all those kids they did way better and they all passed. But the teachers didn't know that the list also included kids that were not even near passing. And so again, if we believe that they're going to be successful. That's the beginning of the success. So I thought that was like, I just felt like I needed to speak on that because I kept seeing it in my friends and like in my work, how much, how important in myself, how important it is to believe. And so if we start with believing, that's, we're halfway there. Believing is the first step. Yes. I am going to end this podcast with the ending of this message by Les Brown, just to give you some motivation for your day. 
And also, if you want to share your comments with me, I do appreciate it. I do read emails and stuff like that. You can email me at getcandid at candidsoulco.com. You can subscribe to our newsletter at www.candidsoul.com. And you can also DM me on Instagram. Let me know or comment under any of the listening apps that you listen to our podcast on. I do respond and I do appreciate the feedback. I like to hear that people are are engaged in the content because this is why I do it. So again, thank you so much and take care. How do you hang in there during the hard, difficult times? Les, you must have faith. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in your abilities. You've got to believe in your service, your company, your ideas, unquestionably. You've got to have faith and that faith gives you patience. You got to keep moving and keep plugging away. You got to love it. It's got to be what you are supposed to do. You want to sing even though they won't invite you to Carnegie Hall? You're going to sing to anybody that listen to you, including singing to yourself. You got to write even if no one published your book. Write because that was given to you to do. You do what it is you're supposed to. You're supposed to build something. You're supposed to create something. I don't know how to do it. Learn. Do whatever is required. Go into action with your dream. And don't avoid where the fights are. Get in the midst of the fight. Get knocked down so you can learn how to fight so you can hold your position. Stand up for your dreams. Stand up for what you want in your life. Decide that your life is so meaningful to you. That you love you and you love life so much that you're going to stand up for something you want. Stand up for what you believe in because you can fall for anything. So what I say to you, that you are powerful. You have miracle working power in your life right now. But you've got to work on yourself. You've got to develop yourself. You've got to talk to yourself day in and day out. Selling yourself on you and on your potentials. And you've got to know that you are worth all of your effort. And that the key to your motivation as you get a larger vision of yourself is to know that you have something to give. Is to know that you have a reason for being in the universe at this point in time. Take that leap of faith. Trust yourself and believe that everything is going to be all right.